It's time for Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Live from the legendary Sports 56 studios at Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We are live from high atop Mount Moriah. Happy Valentine's Day to you and yours. We're here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to Cerrito Live. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. On the other side of the glass, we've got the Sleaze of Memphis, Johnny Radio, back with us this week, and the King of Crunch, C.J. Hertz. We have an action-packed hour to go on the program. Ole Miss Baseball will be following us today. We have a special one-hour broadcast. We will be going off straight up at high noon today, followed by some Ole Miss Baseball action here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM, which means our usual second Saturday of the month guest, Holly Whitfield, will not be able to join us today. She will join us in a couple weeks. We will do uh, our regular fun segment with her, which is also part of the I Love Memphis podcast feed. If you're really dying to hear Holly's voice this week, after the program today, go to iTunes, subscribe to the I Love Memphis podcast. I host that with her each and every month. This month's guest is Katrina Coleman. She's a stand-up comedian. And so check out that podcast. If you really, really want to hear, hear Holly, you can listen to the podcast. And you can also go to I Love Memphis Podcast.com. So you can sub- subscribe on iTunes. is the easiest thing because it'll get downloaded to your computer automatically. While you're on iTunes, you can subscribe to this show. Just search Cerrito Live and listen to this podcast every week, updated on iTunes as well. And it includes CJ's podcast that he does every month is on our feed, the Playing Hurt podcast, which is a bonus Podcast from this very program. You shout out my podcast, friend of the show, friend of the podcast, I guess. What? I did just shout it out. I just shouted it out. Yeah. Nice. Where you're asking? Nice. <laughs> but CJ and Drew host that podcast multiple times a month, giving you extra sports coverage. Really good on different topics. I highly recommend you downloading that on the Cerrito Live feed. But today we've got one hour to go on this program, and we're going to be joined as we always are in the eleven o'clock hour by Kevin Leip to talk Grizzlies, and we will also be joined by Craig Fielder from SB Nation's Grizzlies page, which is, of course, Grizzly Bear Blues, where Kevin Leip used to, to work before flipping over to the Flyer. we got lots of Grizzlies. Sorry. It's going to be Oodles. It's a very Grizz-focused uh, edition of the program today. But Craig uh, Fielder will join us all the way from the United Kingdom, our first time ever to have a guest, an international guest from, from uh, the United Kingdom. But... Craig Fielder will join us to talk about the view from the... Sorry, let's talk about our first trending topic this week. Sounder, guys? Trending topic? No? Trending topic. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus, because I don't know what... I don't know... I don't know what... Trending topics. ...is going on over there. there. Dude, I hadn't even been here. I know. Hey, kudos to... Hey, 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 Johnny. I know. I know. I, I, I you know... You're back. You're back. But you you still remember how this works, right? Do we have to? I, I was throwing footballs out front. I thought I was, like, since I was gone, I thought CJ had it. Uh, he doesn't. We, he, needs, he needs some assistance here. Okay. Trending topics, our first topic. Marcus, you're still with me, right? Yeah, there's, yeah, all right. Yeah, there's yeah. the music. Hey, I'm back now. I realize I Jeez. can't leave. Guys, we have a one-hour show today, and we're, we're wasting time with technical issues. Come on. Number one, Robert Perry last night. You know we got to talk about this. Robert Perry, the owner of Memphis Grizzlies, was in the Celebrity All-Star game, and he balled out 13 points, tied for the uh, most on his team, and two rebounds from Robert Perry. He looked awesome. Like He had some pretty good 
good post moves in this game last night, Marcus. You know, Kevin, I, I've been saying it. Robert Perra Robert wants to play for the Memphis Grizzlies, and I think he's trying to fine-tune this game and show everybody what he can do on the basketball court, even though he's playing against guys that, you know, I mean, look, in the NBA celebrity game, they actually have guys who actually know how to play basketball, so he's not playing against, you know, you and I, but he's playing against guys that aren't NBA caliber. He thinks that he's good enough to play in the league. I believe he really does think that. <laughs> and I think last night he wanted to show it and prove it, and he at least proved that uh, he can ball. I'm pretty sure he is the best basketball-playing owner outside of Michael Jordan in the league. I still think Michael Jordan would be able to take Robert Perrin, obviously Michael Jordan, but I think that uh, behind Michael Jordan and Robert Perrin is number two as far as owners who know how to play the game. Perrin much younger. He's much younger than Michael Jordan. Yes, M- Michael Jordan is, is much better, but Perry was fascinating. His moves, he had some basketball moves during that game last night. Am Dude, I right, he was John? playing like Monet Davis. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Monet Davis out there doing her thing, too. You know, I believe <laughs> that Robert Perry, you know, he built his own basketball court in the arena. I'm pretty sure this guy works with uh, personal trainers on a regular basis to help get his game ready, and I'm pretty sure he was working with some personal trainers to get ready for this NBA All-Star uh, weekend. I don't think that this was something that just uh, kind of happened and popped up when we heard about he was going to play in this game. I believe he's, he's been working towards this for the entire year, knowing he was going to play in this game. Okay, so... yeah. I agree. He definitely was. We knew he was going to show up. That's why it was so exciting because the celebrity game is boring, and it was boring even last night to try to sit through it with with commercials because you have to watch it live, right? You can't just DVR. You got to watch it live so you can tweet if anything funny happens and you know keep up with that conversation. So it's it's definitely a live event. You had to watch it while it happened. But then it was like a thirty minute pregame show for for the celebrity all star game, and it's all just Kevin Hart shilling for his his movies. He's got like one movie out now and another one coming out in a couple weeks, and finally the game starts. Robert Perry doesn't even start, but he comes off the bench, and he plays awesome, and you have the announcer saying things like, yes, folks, that is the owner of the Memphis Grizzlies out there, and and he, and he played awesome, and it it, it, is, it is a legitimate Did argument. Did he look like Luke Skywalker last night? Uh, no, I don't know. What, I mean, do Darth looked, Vader, whatever. Darth Vader. Always wearing his black. <laughs> no, he, he playing his, black? Did you see his, he had his black tights pulled all the way up. It was pretty funny. But as far as that, I mean, I watched the game last night. I thought Perry was really good. It looked like he was playing for a 10-day contract. And it looked like he had a case for it. Because I, I, today, seriously today, you can walk around the city of Memphis and you can debate with folks, and we can do it right here, live on the radio, Marcus, that Robert Perry was, in fact, snubbed for MVP of the Celebrity All-Star Game last night. He maybe should have been the MVP. Uh... He probably should have been. I think it would have been tough for the NBA to give an owner of a team the uh, all-celebrity all-star game MVP. Um, even though he may have deserved it, um, you know, you want to give it to one of those celebrities that, you know, is really a celebrity for something other than owning the team. True. Okay, but the voting for it, it was fan vote. It's straight-up fan vote, which is NBA style, right? So you texted exactly. your... So he's not that notable. I mean, he's not right. that... So there's no, no way he's going to win it. There's no way he's ever going to win it. Unless he just had... No. Unless he just went off and got, like, 30 points or something. 
And he might have. Kevin Hart, like, back to back to back to back to back MVP. Like, it's his fourth MVP in this game. He won last night because, A, he was the biggest celebrity in the game. So, of course, he had a great chance to win. He had the storyline of being a guy who wins the MVP all the time. However, if you're really making a true case for a real MVP, Kevin Hart, yes, did score more points than Robert Perry in the ballgame yesterday. But his team lost. Like, they give the MVP trophy to a team that, to a guy who's on a team that didn't even win, you know? Uh, <laughs> maybe that should be the should it be the requirement that the MVP goes to the most votes on the winning team, maybe? I, I always assume that to win the MVP of anything, you have to win the game. Not the NBA All-Star Weekend Celebrity Game. Not not at all. I could be the most valuable player if your team loses. You weren't valuable enough. <laughs> they didn't win. But it might have, yeah, right. It might have been the most valuable but you know, you're watching this game last night, and you see that like there's different arguments. You can say, "Am I out of touch?" Because I don't know who these celebrities are. When the list came out this week, I was looking at the list, and like, do I just not know who these people are? No, I don't think it's me. I watched that game last night. It's just they didn't have any celebrities in it. They were obviously they had Robert Perra in the game, but they were reaching for for celebrities because there was really nobody famous. Some guy who the lead singer of Arcade Fire. You had. Really, your biggest celebrity was Kevin Hart, and then you had Nick Cannon after that. Maybe is your second biggest relevant celebrity right now. You had... Oh, Nate Davis. No, no, not a relevant celebrity in my opinion. Uh, She's timely She's timely and irrelevant. She's timely. She's timely. That's fine. First I girl to pitch in the Little League World I, Series? I forgot who she was until last night. I forgot she existed. Uh, no offense to her, but I did. I did not. I've not thought about her since I uh, saw her in the summer. I mean, she's, yeah, she is a. If you're reaching. I mean, if one of your celebrities is a kid pitcher from the Little League World Series, come on, you ain't got celebrities in your game. Front cover of Sports World Illustrated. Little World Series was big in the news this week. They were big in the news. It was. It did. You're right. It was back in the news. I'm trying to figure out like who are the who else are the big like y'all can joke about her, but you're not telling me for real she's a celebrity because we will not know about her in another year, right? It's just, it's just not. We will not. Oh no, you're gonna know about her when she's uh, when she's uh, winning championships at uh, UConn in a few years. Oh, that's that's a strong possibility. Dude, she's 13. Pump your brakes. <laughs> okay, she's already being recruited by UConn. You are now going to work for the Inquirer. You are no longer a serious journalist. Okay, but this this is a... She's, st- already, being, <laughs> she's already being recruited by them. Robert she's Perry is going to play for the Grizzly. Monet Davis is going to be UConn. Hush. All right. Oh, oh. She's already being recruited. Where are you, hanging out with Art Kelly? All right, hold the phone. Hold the phone now. I was. <laughs> Art Kelly was very raunchy last night at this concert. Very raunchy. Uh, Okay, hold on. Okay, okay, we'll back, back up. So, was the Gold Club golden last night? Uh, no, there was no golden showers last night. Holy mackerel, what is going on? <laughs> Johnny Radio is back with a vengeance this morning. <laughs> uh, anyway, not many celebrities in this game. I don't know why they can't get more. They were especially, and they were in New York City. And the star power was really in the coaching staff. So you had like Spike Lee and, and uh, Carmelo and... Mike and Mike or, or whoever in the in the coaching staff. But Para balled out deservingly maybe the, the MVP because he was probably the best player on his team, and his team won the game. So shout-out to Robert Parrott, who did not talk to the media before or after the game. Uh, but I do have a quote from him. I do have a quote from Robert Parrott. Do you want to hear it? Yes. He said, quote, Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. No, he didn't say that. That's from the key and pill. Did you watch the key and pill? Oh, Biscuits. Biscuits and gravy. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. 
talking about there. That's from the Super Bowl. Spe- that's the Kia Pill <laughs> Super Bowl special. Marshawn Lynch kept saying biscuits and gravy because, yeah. It prepares the Marshawn Lynch of the All-Star Celebrity Game. Not talking to the media. See if he'll get fined. All right, we got to keep moving on. Let's go to the next trending topic. Trending topics. The Grizzlies, speaking of snubs, not only was Paris snubbed as the MVP of the celebrity game, but the Grizzlies got snubbed as uh, being selected for the All-Star team because Dirk yeah, ended up... Yeah. Anthony Davis went out with a shoulder injury, and it was like, all right, got to pick the 15th person. It's the 15th player in the Western Conference to get an All-Star selection this season. And they, so it's got to be Zebo or, or Mike Conley, right? Because look at Atlanta. They have four All-Stars over there in the East. The Grizzlies are the second-best team. Zebo, without a doubt, the best big man left out. Mike Conley, the best player left out. But So you think, okay, they'll probably take Zebo because they need another big to replace Anthony Davis. But they went with Dirk. Yeah, that's, you know, that, that again really shows how the NBA and, and the folks who are, who are in the league think of the Memphis Grizzlies. Because the team is located in Memphis, they just really get a lack of respect. There's no way that you can have four, four Atlanta Hawks in the NBA All-Star game, and you can't get two Memphis Grizzlies in there where they're the second best team in the league in the toughest conference in the league. Right. I... I, it, it is. Is it a lifetime achievement for Dirk? Is Dirk even the most deserving guy on the Dallas roster? Because you could say Dallas was without a doubt. Tyson Chandler. Or, or Monte. Or is it Monte? Monte, of course. But, man, Tyson Chandler's doing everything this year. Rick, Rick Carlisle was quoted. Uh, this uh, His quote went out that he was on radio in Dallas and said that he thinks it should be Monte Ellis that was on it. Uh, or Tyson Chandler before... He, I mean, even the coach of the the Dallas Mavericks is saying that Tyson Chandler or Monte Ellis should have been selected to the All-Star team before Dirk. Because I can see Dallas, Marcus, is the best team without representation in the All-Star game. So they decided, let's pick a rep from that team. But they, they definitely picked the wrong guy, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're going to pick somebody from that team. You know, Dirk's not the guy to go with. So kind of, I mean, but, but you know, it's more of a lifetime achievement award. You, you're probably yeah. right. But again, I don't know. I'm fine with the fans voting a lifetime achievement award for like a Kobe Bryant or whatever, because that's the fans. Yeah. But when it comes down yeah. to it, and you're really selecting the all stars, and we had this debate during Hang Up and Listen last week. I mean, people saying that the all stars should be expanded, the roster should be expanded, and I'm fine with how the roster is. And because I like the debate of, especially the debate when somebody gets injured of who should be at it, I think the debate is unique because you don't get it in baseball and you don't get it in in, in, in pro football. But even if they had 15 people, which they're not going to expand it to 15, even if they had 15, still the Grizzlies will not have two All-Stars when it's their best season in franchise history. Should it just go straight to all-fan vote then? No, no, no. I think the selection, this, this apparently should be fair, but it's definitely very... Uh, mm, I don't. I don't know. It's it's a little. Well, if you went to all fan vote, it would be a horrible roster. Yeah, th- and this is suspicious. This is suspicious to me because it's definitely the the motives behind selecting the all star was not who the best player was. Because if it was Mike Conley, would have been on it, and if it was who was the best big man left, it would have been Zebo. It's just the stats don't lie. Zebo's having such a better season than Dirk that it's like you can look at the numbers. And his team is doing better. He's doing better. Like wh- you got to be kidding me with this selection. But how weird is it? This is more. This is a the, this is a record breaking year for starters being replaced in the All Star game. No, this more starters than ever before have been replaced this year in the All Star. It's not the most ever 
replacements, but it seems like every other day somebody was getting hurt. And could it be that the All-Star Weekend is happening on Friday the 13th, and this was kind of like a final destination? Everybody started getting hurt. It was a pre-Friday the 13th curse happening. It's possible something like that was going on. I mean, and you would think that with the All-Star Game being in New York this year that you would have a ton of players who would want to be in it, but maybe they just want to avoid New York. It's been pretty cold up there. Who wants to go to New York right now? It's cold and windy and snowy. It, it is it is cold. It's back in a cold climate for the first time in um, ages. All right, we'll go to our final trending topic this week. Trending topics. Your favorite one, Marcus. Lionel Hollins returned to FedEx form, and it was very, disa- very disappointing. Uh, return what? For, it was See, very- there's a black guy that looks just like Marcus that walked in. Wait, what now? What happened? A black dude who looks just like Marcus walked in the studio. In the studio? You're going to see him in a minute. Oh, he does look like Marcus. Looks just like him. He's freaking me out, man. <laughs> what's up, sir? Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, man? Live within the flesh. Wait. Mar- when did you get to Memphis? Uh, uh, yesterday. I was. I went to the R. Kelly concert last. Oh, night. you really went? Yeah. Man, you're such a count. <laughs> Marcus Hunter in studio. What's up, Hunter boy? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, man? Good to see you guys. I haven't seen you guys in the age of Sunday. Hey, yeah, good to see you here. And what about so this week, Lionel Hollins returned? Yeah, to Memphis. Yeah, my best. And buddy. Marcus Hunter returned to Memphis. Exactly. You know, you know, I had to hang out with Lionel when he was coming into town. I had to, you know, give him a shout out, and we had to just chop it up a little bit. Grizzlies, of course, not surprisingly, beat Lionel Hollins ninety-four to eighty-eight. There was the debate going in: should fans boo? Should they not boo Lionel Hollins? And it was weird. It's always weird to me when the media is out there saying, "Should you boo or should you not boo?" I think the fans, you buy the ticket. If you want to boo the person, you boo the person. At the end of the day, Lionel Hollins was the coach of the opposing team. I mean, you're cheering for the Grizzlies now. He's now wearing, you know, uh, Nets black and, and white colors. He's not. Hush. So you can boo him if you want. And if you want to cheer him and respect him for what he did when he was here, you can. What kind of reception I mean, did he sports. receive? What kind of reception uh, did he receive? Overwhelmingly positive reception from the crowd. The, the one he should have, he rightfully deserved. You know what? I'm just, I'm very happy that he received an overwhelmingly positive response from the crowd, especially considering, uh, you know, before he left, there was just basically uh, there was ironic. Yeah, there was like hate to move Lionel Hollins out of Memphis, right. and. And, and and that hate ultimately got him out of Memphis, and the fact that he's back in Memphis and the fans, you know, treated him with the kind of respect that he deserved, I think is, um, you know, it, it shows that Memphis Memphis Grizzlies fans understand basketball. It shows that they know what's going right. on. Right. No, I no, I'm happy that the fans did did cheer him, and they played. I mean, they played the the, the pregame the video tribute. It's hard to boo probably after a tribute, but again. You have it's not as I'm not going to be out there telling somebody to boo or not. If they're paying for their ticket and you you see the quotes that Lionel said last year uh-huh. about the Stone Age and you know, Memphis is stuck in the Stone Age and they don't have power, whatever else he was saying. Man, that, comparatively speaking, Memphis to New York, yes, it is Stone Age, but I love it. <laughs> and you maybe boo Johnny Radio, but I'm saying you can take offense to these statements and you can boo him if you want. The idea that people were on this high horse, this guy was mean to people when he was here. He nah, left. He and wasn't he, mean. To he, people. Was, he, he was he mean to the city, to but people. he's still a guy who embraces the city. There's but he so, wasn't mean to people. He's, he's a fascinating character. Yeah, he's a fascinating character because wow. he's nice to the community. I mean, he goes bowling for backpacks and stuff. Yeah, he, he and he's was, still very active in the community. He still wears the St. Jude pen, you know. Yeah, he wasn't mean. He just you know, just didn't like dumb questions. But I, I, I firmly believe in the fans' right to boo. Fans' right to boo. Yes, you have a right to boo, but uh, sometimes show a little class. But should you or should you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't boo Lionel Hollins. And we Dude, did. It's simple. The he, first time, 
The first time he comes to the city, you say thank you like they did. And now that he comes in as the opposition, we've said our thanks. Now you do the heck out of him. How many? Uh, oh, so now you're for, for booing him. How many wins? Well, now that he's the opposition, but you gave him the respect that he deserved, and now everybody's moved on. I mean, how many playoffs wins did the Grizzlies have before Lionel Hollins? None. I mean, where were none, they before none, none, he none. got none. to the team? They were like the worst team in the league. I mean, where was he when he left? They were Western Conference in the Western Conference they Finals. They were swept out of the Western Conference Finals. But they were in there. No, you're You can right. just say they were in there. You don't he's, have to say the swept part, he, dude. He was the he was the he still currently is the reigning best coach of franchise history, but just wait, just wait. How much has their offense improved since he left? Uh, their offense has improved tremendously. Yeah. they have better offensive players as well, though. That's true. All right, that does it for for trending topics this week. Marcus is here for this one hour edition. If I knew it was one hour, I would have stayed in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Before we go to break, I have to tell you about my gym. It's Croc Center Memphis. It's a new kind of community center. The Ray and Joan Croc Community Center is 100,000 square foot of uh, recreation, education, worship, and arts. They've got soccer fields inside and outside. It's going to warm up today, actually. Get outside and enjoy the weather today, folks, because we're about to hit by ice storm 2015 tomorrow, according to all reports. Uh, NBA, they got NBA-sized basketball court inside, so you can practice your Robert Perra moves. They've got a aquatic center that has an indoor pool, a water slide, and a lazy river. Every week I say it, and it, it still makes me think I have to repeat it to make sure if this is the first time you've heard this. Yes, there's a water slide. Yes, there's a lazy river at Croc Center. It is awesome. And once it warms up, there'll be a splash center outside. There is a fitness center indoors with cable TVs on all the cardio equipment, a worship area, art rooms, a theater, and much more. It's a meeting room, a great place to have your your company meeting. It's Croc Center Memphis. It's at 800 East Parkway South, right next to Tiger Lane in Memphis, Tennessee. That's Croc Memphis, a new kind of community center. Go to crocmemphis.org for more information. We're going to take a quick time out and be back with Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer. We'll talk more Grizz with him. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. The Tigers, the Grizzlies, the SEC. We are Real Sports Talk. I love it. I love it. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back. Marcus Hunter, co-host on the show today. Yo, yo. That's the good news. The bad news is we end in 30 minutes. We'll be leading right up to Ole Miss Baseball. they got a big doubleheader today right here. Don't uh, change that dial after the program. Ole Miss Baseball right here on Sports 56, 87.7 FM. Got to say, man, Marcus Hunter played football at Mississippi State. Man, should have played baseball. Yeah, maybe. I got a cannon, son. Mar- Marcus loves jumping on bandwagons. What do you like? You like the Dodgers now? I didn't know this. You got a Dodger hat with you. It's just, no, it's, uh, it matches the shirt. Oh, yeah. It's all, okay. it's all about coordinating with the colors. I like the way you're repping. Appreciate it. I mean, the whole reason he's a Miami Heat fan is because the MH, right? Because your initials. That that that, that keeps me on, alone on the hat. <laughs> it keeps me going. That is cool. I never thought about that. Yeah, the, yeah. Because when it first came out with the logo, immediately when it got a hat, MH. Well, I, I'm I'm a loyal Kansas City Royals person because they wear my initials oh, yeah. on their hat. So I'm all for that because that's a you know that's what you do. You see you see uh, like. Uh, who's it? Like uh, DJ Paul walking Joseph's around house town. in Vegas? I guess is what I rep. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> you got DJ Paul in three six. Always wears like a Pittsburgh Pirate hat or something with the P on it, just for oh. Paul. But yeah, people wearing that, you know. Because were... um, my uh, cousins wore the Pirates hat because um, their last name is Parr, and so they were with the Pirates hat. All right, this portion of MSL is being uh, brought to you by Midtown Massage. 
You need them to need you. It's Valentine's Day today, so if you need a last-minute Valentine's Day gift, go to midtown-massage.com, midtown-massage.com. You can go visit them over there. They're in Cooper Young, just a few steps away from Celtic Crossing. Everybody knows where that is. CJ, so you've got everything set up here. Your Valentine's Day is going to go accordingly, you think? She got it last night. She got Oh, well, she got it last night? The gift, yes. She got the oh, gift last oh, night. Oh, and, okay, okay. Okay, so okay. she... She she, she, she happy. She happy? We're always... You don't know. Don't know. Oh, I hadn't seen her today. I didn't see her when I dropped it off. Wait, what? you just dropped it off? Yeah. I, technically speaking, I, I broke into her apartment and left the gift. He did a B&E, apartment. man. B&E. Okay. So, okay. And so she got it this morning or last no, night? No, she got she it got last it? night. She and was out with her friend last night. Her friend doesn't have anybody, so they did a Valentine's <laughs> Did you call a friend out like that? Yeah, I am. I am. And so since her friend didn't have anybody, the two ladies went out and celebrated. And I told her friend, like, hey, so keep her out. I'm going to come by around 1130 or so and drop this gift off. So, Frank, you? But did, yeah. Did she text you? Did she text you or call you afterwards? And was Yeah, she, she sent me a text message. I was half asleep, though. It was like 12 o'clock when she got home. I was asleep. Oh, okay. And y'all didn't talk this morning either? No. Outside of a happy Valentine's Day. Was it? No. Okay. But if you got her a Midtown Massage gift certificate, we know for sure she liked it. But you is know, that what you got her? When the, he did get the massage. Okay, okay. So she's probably. I'd give her happy. a pearl necklace too. Diamonds <laughs> and pearls. <laughs> Man, love is in the air. What text message says? All oh, right, uh, an official quote from. Thank you so much. You're an amazing boyfriend. Oh. So you guys are like official. She's like putting amazing boyfriend in there. Uh-huh. This is such weak sauce. <laughs> such weak sauce. Hey, it, you, he could not have got that text if it wasn't for the help of Johnny Radio and myself. I'm very proud of you, Kevin. I'm going to give you all the credit. And the folks at Midtown Massage also helping out. Uh, you need them to need you. They won all the awards. It's the best place uh, to get a, a massage for your loved one. And you still have a chance to get a gift certificate. That's Midtown Massage and Cooper Young. I went to Midtown Massage, by the way. Did I tell you that? Yeah, did you? Okay, I yeah. did. How I did. Was it? it was great. Me and Honey went. Oh my god! And yeah, and they're so much better. I went on the cruise. You know, I was uh-huh. out of town, and we had a whole <laughs> massage package. Right. I expected it to be the way they did it at Midtown Massage, and it was not near as good. Oh wow! All right, well that's cool. because Midtown Massage is it's it's such a, a nice, somewhat different environment than you're used to. I love getting massage. Yeah. It's Midtown Massage. Um, one of our loyal sponsors and thanks, thanks to them also I want to tell you about Memphis Comedy Fest here's the thing Memphis Comedy Fest is back for its fourth year and it's better than ever with more improv more short films more stand up and so many laughs they can't even fit it under one roof this year they're pulling out all the stops to bring you the best comedians and shows from around the country that's Memphis Comedy Festival you can go to Memphis Comedy Fest memphiscomedyfestival.com it's going on March 5th through the 8th at Mem Comedy Fest on Twitter I'm so fired up are you serious oh yeah we'll be up there we'll be up there the the whole Uh, whole weekend it's all over town Memphis Comedy Fest Uh, get a good laugh people always are wondering about you know where can we go and see a good comedy show in Memphis besides just listening to Sports 56 on Saturdays and here it is Memphis Comedy Fest at Mem Comedy Fest on Twitter Marcus you gotta come back that week Okay. That weekend is March 5th through the 8th. March 5th through the 8th. Um, I think I may be off there next weekend, so I may try to come. Every week during the 11 o'clock hour, we talk to Kevin Leip from the Memphis Flyer. He writes about the Grizzlies, and he joins us now. <laughs> What's up, Leip? What's going on, man? 
All right, first things first, before we get into the Grizzlies, we have to talk baby race for a minute. Uh, baby Tayshana, your baby, raced against my nephew, Grady, at FedEx Forum at halftime on Sunday, on Sunday, and they got blown out. It, was, it wasn't even close. They got maybe they could have been lapped by the winning baby, who happened to be the daughter of Joey, the MC of the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, that baby's been trained then. Been yeah, trained. the uh, the daughter of the uh, employee of the Grizzlies organization, <laughs> who has actually been used as in-game entertainment, or you know, they actually have had her out on the court in the middle of a game before. Oh, really? So, uh, yeah, remember they did, I don't remember when they did it, but they did like a Lion King joke. Oh, yes, yeah. And Grizz that came was... out and held up, that was, uh, that was Journey, that was Journey Thorson, so, uh, you know, she's a little bit used to the arena environment, maybe a little bit of an unfair advantage. Maybe. I don't know, I'm not bitter, though. <laughs> you know, I think that that was an unfair advantage. I think she should be stripped of her title. You think so? Well, you know, like the Jackie you know, Robinson not... West kids, she should be stripped of her title as well. I haven't looked at the uh, the fine print of the uh, you know the contest terms, but I'm pretty sure that employees of the Grizzlies uh, shouldn't be able to win it. They but, shouldn't you know. be, but I'm guessing that it's not in these terms. Most contests, you think like employees or relatives of uh-huh. employees are not eligible to win most contests, but not this baby race because Rob Fisher two years ago. His kid won. We had Rob Fisher on last week to give us advice, and by the end of that interview talking to Fish, it seemed like, yeah, his baby, his baby really had an advantage. He claimed he never put the baby on the court to practice. Yeah, but just being in the environment, I mean, that's what that was. Uh, you know, that was the thing that I noticed was that uh, you know, baby, baby Tayshana, I guess I'll keep calling her that, <laughs> even though her name was on the back of her jersey. Uh, you know, she was just overwhelmed. That was her first game. Um, yeah. And she was just really overwhelmed by the crowd noise because it was a really big game and it was a sellout and it was a really, uh, really intense atmosphere. And she just really didn't know what to do with all of that. And it was, uh, it was kind of too much for her. So when we put her down and started the race, she kind of just stared at the floor because it was shiny and uh, kind of rubbed the floor a little bit. It says most of the that babies. Was, like that the was ba- all she did. I mean, the babies look at the floor. You look at the floor because you're overwhelmed by this. It's, uh, it's fascinating to you because there's 18,000 people surrounding you. There's this floor that you're not used to that, that's shiny and, and, and different feeling. And you've got all these other babies around you. It's, it's a tough, it's a tough thing to, to get used to. But I didn't even realize, but you're right. If Joey's kid has been even on the court before for sure, because we can confirm that, that his baby was the, the Simba baby and that they did the Lion King skit at, with earlier in the season. That, that really, that really concerns me. It does seem like an unfair advantage. It does seem like she's practiced on that court. We don't know. I don't think Joey's made a statement about it, but she yeah. was so fast and so comfortable that she knew she, once she got on, cause like, it's, it's like a creature of, of habit or routine. I think once he put his baby down on that court, she knew where she was and what she's supposed to do. It was like she had been there before. Right. Like you put yeah. the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, whether she'd actually practiced the baby race or not, I think mm-hmm. having the kid at the game more than once before the actual race is a huge advantage. So that's that's kind of my pro tip to anybody who's in it next year. Is take your kid to a bunch of games before the race. And, and hope nobody in the Grizzlies organization has a baby between, you know, baby Rick Trotter or something will be in the race next year and, and get no chance. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But and you're real nice about it in in, in your your blog because we're not. We're, I, I do think an investigation is is is, uh, is something that sh- that should happen with this. I'm pretty sure there is some film somewhere around FedEx Forum that can show that this kid was practicing so? after hours. We need to get Andy Wise on this yes. maybe. 
over at Channel 5. But let's keep moving. We won't talk too much about the baby race. We we don't have uh, that much time today. Last night was the celebrity game. Robert Perra was awesome. What did you think about that? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think that he was probably robbed of the uh, robbed of the MVP by crowd voting, and Kevin Hart just got it because he's short. Because, um, you know, Mono Davis, like, cross him over pretty bad, but I guess he could still win the MVP. Um, but yeah, Robert Perra was actually, we, the fear was that he was going to get out there and embarrass himself, right? <laughs> he was just going to get out there and look like an idiot and not do anything. But uh, no, he had uh, he had some game. I thought he, I thought he acquitted himself well. Uh, and I think that the, it's kind of ridiculous that he was out there because he's not really a celebrity. It was obvious that he probably asked if he could play in it. Um, but I thought he did all right. I thought he was good. Well, it was also obvious they were reaching for celebrities. There was not that many famous people in that game last night. No. But, I mean, if you're on the court with some, some ex-NBA people and you don't embarrass yourself. Oh, right. Oh, you're all right. right. You know, oh, you're all guy, the credit. If, if you're a guy that's going to openly challenge Tony Allen to a basketball <laughs> game, then I, I think that you should be able to play a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I thought he was good. He was, what, five, five for six from the floor. Uh Hit some free throws. Had some, some, uh, some better shooting percentage than Tony Allen. Got yeah, some rebounds. Yeah. Had a behind the back pass at one point. Uh, he uh, he he was awesome. Like because you can try doing like cool moves and stuff on the court and, and look like an idiot, but like a lot of times the baskets went in. So I mean, he Robert Perry is good. Robert Perry is he's a good basketball player. So yeah, he's better than Kevin Hart probably, but he's not in the wedding ringer right now. So. He's not going to. The biggest surprise to me of the whole game was uh, was a dude from the Arcade Fire. That dude can play. Exactly, dude from Arcade Fire. That's how big the celebrities were. It's like Who's Arcade yeah. Fire. It's a uh, the band. They were at Music Fest last year or the year oh. before. Uh, no, but he was. Uh, he was, he was good. good. Yeah, he was good. He looked. He kind of looked like he would have been being semi pro the movie actually with Will yeah. Ferrell as uh, Kevin Hart's next movie. Kevin Hart's next movie is Get Hard, which is about a millionaire who gets nailed for fraud. It's the one he's in with Will Ferrell that's coming out in March. It's called Get Hard. I thought it was about John Harden. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not about. It's not about him. But like, I would like to see maybe the sequel. Robert Perry can get in that. They do a sequel to Get Hard. It's Robert Perry that Kevin Hart is having to train to. It's like there's something about like uh, Will Ferrell's rich guy. He's got to go to jail. He gets Kevin Hart to to get him ready to go to jail because he Kevin Hart's the only black guy he knows, and, <laughs> and he thinks so he knows what it's like to be in jail. Oh, because, but then because he's black, but he, he knows but, what it's like to be in jail. But of course he doesn't. You know the, the whole thing is like he's like I just told him not help him, and so he ends up helping him. So the sequel could have Robert Perry in the Will Ferrell role, role maybe. But well, we hope that Robert Perry doesn't go to jail. And but, we, uh, but the fan, the, yeah, the, exactly. The fan, the, I'm just saying, just for a sequel, the fictional. Yeah, we hope he does not go to jail. That would be bad. That would be bad. But the, uh, the, 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 of course, the problem with the MVP is it's fan vote, and Robert Perry's not a celebrity, so he's not going to win it. But maybe here's my twist, life that that we uh, thought of earlier is that why don't they make it where it's fan vote, but it has to go to somebody on the winning team. So it's whoever has the most votes on the winning team gets to be MVP. So you just vote for whoever who ends up win, who has got the most votes on the winning team is MVP. Well, everybody's going to vote for Monet Davis because she's awesome. I so, guess so. Uh, he still probably wouldn't. Kevin wouldn't had no idea who Monet Davis was. I had forgotten <laughs> who she was. But I'm saying, like, uh, she's not a celebrity. She was out I'm there saying. balling, though, and she's a girl. She's 13 years old <laughs> against the men. I mean, Kevin Hart's in she's been on the She's been on the cover of Sports Illustrated. That's true. She's yep. a sports celebrity. I give her the sports celebrity status. So she could be in the game, yeah. But I'm not saying she's on the level of a Kevin Hart who's in the wedding ringer. Which is a great She's movie. Than Kevin Hart. She's taller than Kevin Hart. Wedding Ringer's a great movie, according to our friend Jerry the King Lawler. 
Wedding Ringer. It's, 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 Lawler loved that movie. He probably voted good. for it's Kevin right. Hart last night. He, right. he probably voted for Kevin Hart instead of uh, Robert Perry. He loved Jerry Lawler loves the Wedding Ringer. Okay, let's go to a couple moments. Couple, couple more uh, Grizz topics real fast. The, nothing was more disappointing than the return of Lionel Hollins. It was just kind of a boring night. Uh, so much hype going in. Maybe because it's following the Atlanta game, and really by the game time, there was no hate to Lionel Hollins. Like there was, like maybe in the fall when he's making his quotes about Stone Age. If he would have made the Stone Age quotes on Sunday, it could have added a little, little uh, something going into this. Um, but uh, it wasn't. So it was kind of a disappointing Lionel Hollins return. I mean, it was a good win. Yeah, it was really kind of just one of those boring games where. You know, they know that they have Oklahoma City the next night, and they know that they don't have to play very hard to beat Brooklyn, so they didn't. Um, you know, I I thought they, really early on, it looked like they could have beaten Brooklyn by 50 if they wanted to, and uh, just kind of kind of let off the gas and, and let Brooklyn back into the game, honestly. So do you think um, that that was, uh, that that was um, you know, the uh, the coach not wanting, the, Dave Yeager not wanting to basically embarrass uh, Lionel Hollins? Any? No, I don't think so. I mean... <laughs> That he he may not have wanted to embarrass him, but he, I I, I think they, Dave Yeager probably wouldn't have minded embarrassing him. You know, like, look, I can beat you by fifty points. I think it was just a case of uh, the guys on the team, like, look, we've got a big game tomorrow. We can win this without trying too hard. So let's not try too hard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some of those guys on the team didn't want to embarrass their coach either. Their ex coach who got them you know, so far. Well, you know, I know you were there with with your whole box of Kleenex. Uh, <laughs> because, because I was I'm not there anymore, but I, I don't know. I don't think they're that upset about it. I was I was hanging over the Raptors just to grab a hold of his hand as he walked <laughs> off the court. Yeah. And, now, and now you're never washing that hand again. Oh, Lionel Hollins leaves as a Grizzly coach. Marcus has to get out of town. He's like so depressed. He's like, I cannot live in Memphis anymore. If Lionel's not here, I know me. that's why I left Memphis. Lionel Hollins was leaving, and I was like, I got to get out of this city. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, last thing, life uh, before we let you go, and we're kind of we're at the unofficial midway point of the NBA season, and looking ahead as we go, go forward, what is the the one question or concern that you have uh, for this team as as we go forward? Me, I'm wondering what's going to happen with Vince Carter. I'm fascinated with that because Vince Sanity and Kevin Sanity, uh, as we have every week on this show, it was something that we thought was going to be very important in the summer, and now we're looking at maybe Marcus was right that Vince Carter is mm. is is not equipped to still be an NBA player. So what what is is it that you're looking at as we go forward uh, for the second unofficial half of the season? Well, the Carter question is a big one because, I mean, the whole reason they got him was for the playoffs, basically. And throughout all of his struggles early on in the year, the thing that we kept saying is like, well, as long as he's fine in April, then it's not going to be a big deal. But if he's hurt and he's done for the year, then he's not going to be fine in April. Um, and then whatever hypothetical benefits he may have he may have brought to the team, you know, go away. So I think it's really important that they figure out how to have that kind of scoring punch that they brought him in for without him. Um, I think that's going to be a big thing that, that they need to figure out through the stretch run. But I think the other the other thing, the biggest thing that's going to have an impact on whether the Grizzlies make it to the finals or not is how the rest of the West shakes out. You know, if they're playing Oklahoma City or San Antonio in the first round again, that's going to be, that's going to be brutal. Um, you know, I, I I think that the key is going to be just making sure they keep a top four seed, because in in this Western Conference, like nobody is going to win four road series in a row. It's just not going to happen. I mean, three three road series in a row. It's just not going to happen. So I think that um, you know, they have thirty nine wins now. You would have liked to have forty, just because that's a nice round number. Um, but 
nobody thought they were going to be 39 and 13 or whatever they are. So uh, it, it, you've had a really successful first part of the season, and the rest of the rest of the way to the playoffs needs to be basically just fine tuning what you have and, and keeping it together and hoping the matchups shake out well. Okay, Lipa, we appreciate you joining us. Next week is your All Star break because they, the Grizzlies are off until February twenty second. That is that is Oscar Sunday. They're off for a whole nother week after the All Star game, so uh, it's going to be a, a long break without the Grizzlies. So we, we'll get you off next week, and we will catch up with you in two weeks. Lipa, we always appreciate uh, you joining us. Sounds like a plan. Talk to you then. All right, that's Kevin Lipa at the Flyer. Read his stuff at memphisflyer.com. dot com. Follow him on Twitter at Flyer Grizzblog. Grizz with only one Z. On Twitter. We'll take a quick time out and be right back. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 at 877 FM. Rebels, Bulls, Bulldogs, Tigers. It's always college football season here. We are Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 877 FM. Hey, CJ, so where does the healthier you start at? Well, you know it starts at the Church Health Center Wellness. Yeah, it does. We've been members over there for well over a year. And what kind of things do we like to do when we go over to get ourselves in better shape? Man, weights, cardio, basketball, strength training, they really have it all. Yeah, they do have it all. You can get in shape for all kinds of events. I know, you know I used to go over there and I used the gym to get ready for the sports ball. I use it to get ready for dodgeball, man. And it's great. I love it so much. I go 17 to 18 times out the week. 17 to 18? How did you get that many days in a week to go? They added some days on there so I can get up there and shoot hoops and ball, man. Well, you got to make sure you get your healthy on because the healthier you starts at Church Hill Center Wellness. It's located at Midtown. It's 1115 Union Avenue. Church Hill Center Wellness. Your key to a healthier you. Check them out online at www.churchhealthcenter.org or stop by for a tour today and find out why the I Love Memphis blog calls Church Health Center Wellness a gym for the rest of us. Hey, CJ, can I ask you a serious question? Sure, Drew, what's up? I have no sports to listen to throughout the course of my busy day. Well, have you tried listening to Sports Talk Radio? See, that's great when I'm in the car at work at 56, but what do I do when I'm walking around campus from class to class? You can always just listen to us on Playing Hurt Podcast. We're innovative and intelligent. Just go to MemphisSport.com and search Playing Hurt. You can also listen to us by subscribing to the Cerrito Live feed on iTunes. We do have some great episodes with a variety of topics from Grizzlies and Tigers and NFL and MLB. Thanks for the suggestion, CJ. No problem, Drew. And again, just go to MemphisSport.com, search Playing Hurt, or subscribe to us on the Cerrito Live feed on iTunes. Listen this Sunday beginning at 11 a.m. for a service of worship and praise from Second Presbyterian Church located at 4055 Poplar Avenue at Goodlett in East Memphis. Join us this Sunday right here on Sports 56 WHBQ. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back. Marcus is sitting in in studio with us, and we're going to go to our first ever international guest in the history of the program. We're going to go all the way to the United Kingdom and join, be joined by SB Nation writer. He writes for grizzlybearblues.com. Uh, hey, guys, I'm going to need y'all's help again on the other side of the glass because these buttons are not working. Uh, Craig Fielder is joining us uh, live from the United Kingdom. What's up, Craig? Hi, are you all right? Yeah, how are you doing? We we uh, love your stuff over there. We're gonna get get into that in in just a minute. A view from the enemy, but um, yeah. But Marcus is is really I, I I was fun. I got to catch up with you the other day. But Marcus is here, and he's just very curious about like how or is there a Grizzlies reporter in the United Kingdom? Yeah, how does that work? I mean, uh, if he, are you, how did you become a Grizzlies fan and decide that you want to wanted to write on this particular team? 
basically I'd always been a fan of basketball and then uh, I met my wife in 2007 and she was a big Elvis fan and she'd always talk about wanting to visit Memphis so I just saw that as an opportunity to come and watch a live NBA game so I just started taking more interest in the Grizzlies and that interest just quickly grew into an obsession and then we finally visited Memphis in 2013 and then again in the following year and I've been seeing the Grizzlies playing in the time I've been in Memphis and then uh, I just started uh, writing for Grizzly Bear Blues last summer after getting in touch with Chris Faulkner when I seen an advertisement on his website and uh, what it is after Grizzlies games I'd look through opposing fans forums to get their perspective of the games and I took great interest in doing that so I asked Chris Faulkner if he liked the idea of putting all the thoughts into an article on Grizzly Bear Blues for the Grizzlies fans to read and he liked the idea so we just started posting them at the beginning of this season and it just took off from there it's a very cool post. Everybody should follow Craig on Twitter at Craig underscore Fielder on Twitter, and because after every game he'll post a link to his story, which is a bunch of it's just a full collection of what the other team's fans are saying about the Grizzlies at, at that moment. And we thought since it's All Star break, we'd bring you on. And you could give us some of the best of this season so far of the view from the enemy. You got some good ones? Yeah, yeah. Well, what I noticed at the beginning of the season after we'd won 10 out of the first 11 games we were getting a lot of praise from the opposition fans who were basically saying that we could win it all and that we could win the championship and praising the general play and then uh, when we went into the Toronto game when I think it was five players who were missing through viruses uh, we got beat by four points and the Raptors fans were basically saying that was a signature win before one fan come on and put them right and said uh, that they didn't need to get carried away with a win as Memphis had five players out so they should basically have won the game oh yeah I, I, I forgot about the flu game already yeah the flu yeah. game yeah, that, yeah that's uh, the Grizzlies kind of ended their streak there right what, what yeah are, yeah, and then, yeah another one that stuck in my mind where uh, after San Antonio had ended the home winning streak and it just riled me a bit that uh, one of the fans come on and said uh, that they've owned the crap out of the Grizzlies since the upset in the playoffs and they're not going to let us live down the deliberate tanking oh yeah that that uh, that also uh, interesting give us give us a couple of more of those we are low on time unfortunately but give us a couple more of uh, some flashbacks of some view of the enemy uh, during this during this season yeah basically um, the best one I've, I've found this season which I still laugh about now is after the <laughs> Dallas game at the end of January in Dallas when uh, one of the fans was saying how the hell is Zabo this good it's like playing against Jesus it's, it's, I still laugh to this day about that one <laughs> no, that, no that that is good so is that, have you seen any responses about uh, are Dirk fans or are, are Dallas fans real excited about Dirk Cause from what I've seen it looks like even the coach of Dallas doesn't think Dirk deserved to be an all-star I think he's only been put in for nostalgia purposes really because he's probably going to be his last ever all-star appearance and uh, when I'd just been looking this morning they said that even Tyson Chandler should have been named an all-star before Dirk and that Mike Conley deserves it more and one other thing I'd noticed as well whilst I was looking is uh, Clippers fans saying that DeAndre Jordan should have been named an all-star in place of Mark Gasol <laughs> oh. which an absolute joke <laughs> Right, that's those Clipper fans. The Grizzlies are about to play it right when you come back from the All Star break. The Grizzlies are going to have back to back almost games, two games in one week against the Clippers. So that's going to be fun. All right, Craig, sorry to we got to cut yeah. you short. We got to let you go, but uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Uh, keep uh, following the Grizzlies over there in the United Kingdom and uh, and, and keep updating us on what our what the enemy has to say.
Uh, it'll be up for sure. It'll be up after every game. <laughs> All right, after every game, follow Craig Filder on Twitter at Craig underscore Filder. He is on the case as far as what's going on with the opponents that the Grizzlies are playing, what their fans are thinking. Uh, before we get into woohoos and boos, uh, let me remind you, if you're going to be traveling around this holiday weekend, it is Valentine's Day weekend, and you might be out partying or whatever, use my Uber code. You can ride free with Uber anytime by using promo code UberSerito. That's UberSerito. Use that code. You'll get $30 off your first ride if you use it over Valentine's Day weekend. So Uber's faster, cheaper, and more reliable than most taxis. You can download the Uber app to your phone and just uh, tap the button, get picked up, Type in the promo code UberSerito and you'll get a free $30 ride this Valentine's Day weekend. But we're low on time, Marcus. You know what that means. Uh, yeah, it's time for Woohoo's and Booze. Mm-hmm. All right. Woo-hoo. Some things change and some things stay the same. I'm going to give a woohoo to, to Grizz Essentials. Have you seen this new thing? They've dropped off a box. It's right over here, Marcus. You can grab it. Oh. Uh, they, so they got this box. It's like a birch box. You know these monthly subscription boxes yeah. you can get now in the mail? Uh-huh. It's Grizz Essentials where they send you a bunch of, I call them bootleg. I don't think that's an official term is bootleg items. But you get, they send you a bunch of Grizz items every month. for You pay a certain amount, and every month they'll send you a box full of some cool new Grizz swag. They got like a T-shirt in there, a sign, and a growl towel, custom-made type of a cool bootlegs, unofficial Grizz gear sent to you every month, and you should subscribe on it. Check out my Twitter feed at Cerrito. I've got uh, some more links that explain what's going on with that. I'm going to give a boo. Uh, to the Memphis Tigers, your University of Memphis Tigers. They fell the Temple last Saturday after having an enormous lead. Then they lose to ECU. This season continues to be a historically bad season. Up 31-21 at the half. And right. Josh Pastner's well, going to get a raise at the end of the year. You think he's going to get a raise? He's going to get another raise. If you're Josh Pastner, Marcus, do you do you try to leave at the end of the year? Because you know you're on the hot seat. He's on the hot seat now. I know you've been waiting for this. Some people have been waiting for this. Like He, des- he is deservingly on the hot seat right now. He will not get fired, but... He might get fired after next year if he doesn't win next year. Even though you got good players coming in, you're not guaranteed to win from what we've seen, right? You know, because Josh Pastner gets good players, but he's not going to win with them. Listen, man. Do you leave if you have a job opportunity that pays a million less and is maybe a, a step down? But there's not enough time in this show for me to get into how I feel about Josh Pastner and what he should do. But uh, I would think that that Josh Pastner should stick it out and he should suffer through what's going to happen uh, because he's had all the opportunities in the world to build a championship program. <laughs> all right. Finally, I'm gonna give a woohoo. Woo-hoo! To the Academy Awards. Next week's our annual Oscar show. Fraser Boy will join us. Oscar uh, ologist Greg Akers will join us. We will spend a good portion of next week's program handicapping the Academy Awards. It's our annual celebration of the Oscars. And you can enter to win over $100 worth of prizes in our Oscar contest. Go to CerritoLive.com. Uh, this afternoon, the polls will be open and you can enter to win prizes, which include Indy Memphis passes and more. That's at CerritoLive.com. Our contest next week is the Oscar special. Oscars are a week from Sunday. That's it for our show. I want to thank Johnny Radio and CJ Hurt for trying to be producers today on the other side of the glass. And I want to thank our guests, Kevin Live and Craig Silver. Things went smoother when Drew came in here. No yeah, more they, mistakes. They did. Marcus, thank you for being here. Hey. And we will talk to you guys next week uh, live from high atop Mount Moriah.